Okay, welcome to uh, Finchcast episode one, uh, coming to you from uh, Ashby de la Zouche, uh, Finch Consulting's head office here. Uh, with me, my name is Matt Warren, I'm a consultant here, and I'm here with uh, Dominic Barraclough, our managing director, better known as Dom. And today we're going to be talking about who we are, what we do, and our vision moving forward. So, first things first, welcome to Dom. Good afternoon, Matt. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good, actually. Good, good. Uh, so my first question is, who are we? Because uh, anybody listening, unless they're already a client of ours, or they work for us, they don't know who we are. Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? I could easily say we are Finch Consulting. Mm. Um, but of course, that doesn't tell you anything. Um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's why we um, put together the Finch Identity, which is a document where we uh, bring together the various... Um, aspects and values of the business that try and shape it um, we're not a manufacturing business we don't make widgets um, in fact the only thing we really do turn out is um, uh, reports and uh, knowledge and expertise uh, which of course you might call them uh, intangible uh, assets um, so, so that means that a business like ours is sometimes quite difficult to define um, but the Finch Identity document, or the document which uh, has got the Finch Identity written into that, is, is goes some way to describe what we are and what we're about. Um, but the richness of the business is really in the people in the business. It's really uh, the network that they create, the discussions that they have. Um, and those things, those aspects of the business have uh, are the bits that the clients interact with and they seem to be prepared to pay us for it sometimes. Okay, so uh, we've established that we're, we're French Consulting and we have a vision, but if you were to put a one-liner on it and if somebody sort of like sat you down and said, okay, what do we do? What is our tagline almost? Yeah, we, uh, we bring people together. That's what we do. Um, so you might think those people are within the business, but those people are within clients as well. Um, so when we do a piece of work, whether that's expert services, consulting services, whether it's our legal services or, or um, learning services, actually, in reality, what we're doing is we're bringing people together, people's minds and thoughts and different points of view, their biases. Um, and more often than not with the client we're imparting knowledge uh, and expertise into them we're helping them see things from a different angle we're asking the right questions we're asking questions that they've never asked themselves um, and you, you sometimes find that they actually have the answers but to do that we're bringing the right people together um, within the business we've got to bring the right people together within Finch yep. um, and we've also got to make sure that when we um, match uh, a Finch consultant with a Finch client that those people do come together that they do bond they do have uh, some form of relationship yeah. just like real life really you can get people who don't attract in fact perhaps repel um, mm. and you can get exactly the same thing uh, within um, that consultant client relationship Yeah. Um, this is why sometimes I say you know that if you've got the expertise that the client wants, but you think there's somebody in the Finch team who might have the better relationship, 
let them have the relationship and you can feed that expertise uh, into that relationship. So it's about bringing people together in a nutshell, but the right people together. Right. Okay. So a bit of background on the company. Um, pretty much where did we start? Uh, what's our history up to now? Yeah, we started in coal mining, deep mining, actually, um, back in the British coal days. Um, and um, a chap called Bob Mitchell, um, he'd, uh, he was a mechanical engineer in the, in, with British coal, moved to the health and safety executive to the regulator, then moved into the private sector. Uh, when he left the uh, company that he was working for in the private sector, he was asked to look at an incident that happened, um, I think a safety-related incident, an accident, and look at it from the point of view of an expert witness. So he investigated it, wrote a report, uh, gave evidence in court. Um, I'm not sure which way that particular case went, but he obviously impressed somebody. Uh, he was asked to do another case. And then eventually, he, he was a mechanical engineer, and so eventually he was asked, do you know an electrical engineer? Uh, do you know a human factors guy? And, and, and so... Our so from day one, people were essentially, as you said earlier, being brought together. Yeah, it's a good observation, Matt, actually. Yeah, that, that's pretty much how it started. So um, Bob was brought together with the solicitor uh, and built that client relationship up perhaps built the client network up. And then, of course, then Bob built up a network of what we call associates. So he's not an electrical or a human factors guy, so he needed that expertise. And so you ended up with a company called RHMA, which is Robert Hamilton Mitchell uh, and Associates. Uh, that business was successful, built up a large network of associates. And then in 1992, they saw, uh, he saw an opportunity to uh, set up a consulting business uh, with a small group of people that uh, are still within British Coal over at Bretby near, between Swaddlingcote and Burton-on-Trent. And that set up Health Safety Engineering Consultants. They had two businesses at that time. Um, that was successful. They diversified out of coal mining into other areas, manufacturing, leisure, etc. Uh, and then eventually uh, I joined the business in 2008. RHMA and HCC were brought together. Uh, and then in 2012, I bought the business, did an MBO, bought Bob out. Uh, and then we took on the uh, project of transforming uh, and making the business um, good for the future and, and building and creating new opportunities for people, which eventually ended up in rebrand to Finch Consulting. So we didn't end up with acronyms in the title yeah. or, or two Although we had one business, we had two names still, and that was a little bit confusing to yeah. the market. And to provide a little bit of context to anybody listening, um, I joined uh, the business. It wasn't very long after the rebrand. The rebrand was in the summer of 2016, and I joined, I think, in August, uh, that August. So I've been here just about as long as we've been Finch. And... Mm. Um, so how would you say that 2017 has gone for us, Dom? 2017 has been another transformational year. Um, 2017 represented um, five years since the MBO. Uh, uh, what we did in 2017, uh, we made some changes to the ownership structure. So uh, we brought out the private equity so that the ownership sits within the business now. Mm -hmm. uh, so profits stay within the business. Yep. 
Uh, we've made some uh, changes to the team as well. We've focused more on particular uh, markets and specialisms. Uh, we used to be a business that I think pretty much did lots of things for lots of different people. Uh, but we've focused in now on food, leisure, uh, manufacturing, utilities, uh, legal, uh, insurance. And what we've also done is made sure that everybody across the business is able to work across all of the different um, service lines that we have. Um, so you've got consulting expert, legal and learning. Now, although uh, it might seem strange that anybody can work in legal services, you need to be a lawyer to deliver legal services, but there's nothing stopping anybody supporting one of our lawyers to deliver legal services. And in fact, it's that blend that we've really brought together in 2017 that the clients are starting to feel and, um, and buy from us as well. Uh, and I personally think that it's sort of the end of building our foundations. We, you know, a lot of the foundations were built when Bob first started the business. Uh, then we strengthened those foundations between 2012 and 2017 as we've um, evolved into Finch. We've learned a hell of a lot. We've made a lot of mistakes, but we've got some good things right. Yep. Some think, uh, we've done some good work. Uh, and it's now time to build on top of the foundations now and stop building the foundations and start building the business. Yeah. Okay, so that is pretty much where Finch Vision 2018 comes in because uh, as we're sitting here recording now, it's just before Christmas. Uh, tomorrow will pretty much be everybody's last day before we all knock off and uh, go and drink eggnog. And when we come back, it will be the 2nd of January 2018. So a new year, uh, a new direction for the company or a continuation or keeping up the same sort of momentum as you described that we've been building for the last five years to keep us going in the right direction. So what does that direction look like? Yeah, so I think... Um... One of the ways that I've tried to articulate it is to write down some words in the Finch Identity document. And uh, I wrote down, being long-term partners with a few global businesses is a credible start for a small company like ours. Uh, with the right people on board, this is a good foundation to do more with others too. And we, we're quite a humble business. We work with some big people, Nestle, Merlin, um, DWF, um, British Gypsum, uh, Kinetic now, etc., uh, etc. Et and these are these are large, demanding companies who trust us with some uh, quite important work that we mm. do for them. And the key now is to get the right people onto our bus and to do more with companies like that. But what we mustn't do is forget the smaller companies as well. Mm. Um, obviously, if you go too small, you know, we have a certain charging structure and fee structure because of the people that we've got on board and the quality service that we deliver that sometimes is a bit uh, too rich, if you like, for, for the smaller companies. But certainly there's more to do in the SME world as much as there is to do in those sort of global partners. Mm. Um, so, so our vision is really to be great people business you know um, unless we really develop and look after our people in the business 
Uh, well, one, ultimately you haven't got any people to yeah. serve the client. But I think more, more importantly than that, we know how important it is that the client feels the Finch culture through our people as well. So by looking after our people, so my, my role really should be to look after our people and our people will look after the clients. If As you say, bringing people together, essentially. Yeah. yeah. No, so, sorry, Matt. Yeah. No, no. By all means, it's sort of the uh, heart and soul of management, isn't it? Because you're managing people, not things. Exactly. You know, and that comes with its challenges, um, but it's, it's incredibly rewarding when, you know, people come together to bond and the clients feedback and say, yeah, well, I can feel the Finch culture, you know, which happens more often than not now, hmm. that they feel that team culture. And, and I think that's where we have a, um, you know, a vision of, of being team Finch, of the client feeling that although they're talking to one person, there seems to be <laughs> more than that person behind the scenes. I think that's where we've got a competitive edge over others. That is not easy to do. You have to work hard at that. And this business and myself have to work yeah. you know, hard at that. And as you say, together. we have some very sort of big demanding clients. So yeah. uh, your work rate definitely needs to be there to keep up. Absolutely. And so in, in our vision, it's about being a great people business. But I'd also say the next thing is that that will help then the next part of the vision to be the partner of choice for our clients. And this is one of those classic phrases that a lot of people write down. Um, you know, we want much to be, harder to realise. That's right, and and the the key in there is partnership. So it's not just a service provider. We want to feel as though we're in bed with our client, that they really trust us. Yeah, they can call on us when they're in trouble. They can share their confidences with us. Um, in a true part, you know, if you if you on a personal level have a partnership with somebody, a good partnership with somebody, you should be able to share everything with them, and that's where we want to be with Finch. And you can't tell a client to be like that. No, that has to build up. It's a relationship. It's a trust exercise. Our business is totally built on trust, isn't it? Mm. So by being a great people business, it's built on trust. uh, To go through the good times and the hard times and and trust people just to get on with doing the best for Finch and for themselves. And then, of course, that will build a culture that the clients will feel. So we do become... Uh, or we, I mean, it's not the case of become actually, it's to build on what we already have. You know? mm. So we have, do have these sorts of partnerships with our clients. Um, and I think also as we grow, um, our vision should be a place where exceptional people grow. Um, and the way that they'll do that is by doing meaningful work. Um, you know, not just ticking boxes, but actually this is making a difference. It's making a difference to me as a person, as a professional. Is putting stuff onto my CV. Um, you know, one of the greatest things in a people business is if you're creating people who can get, get a job anywhere else, um, if that makes sense. So the, the trick with a business like this is not to be too paranoid. Mm. If you become paranoid as a leader, um, you stop developing people. Yeah. And they leave. Uh, <laughs> so the opposite is true. If we can develop great people, yeah, people will still leave leave Finch over time. But actually, if people think that this is a great place to do meaningful work, to build their CV, uh, it's a bit of a temptation to stay there. Mm. Um, but that doing the meaningful work uh, and exceptional people is really bringing that, those two other parts of the vision together. 
So if we look at, if we really develop exceptional people, yeah. so that's the first part of the vision, mm-hmm. yeah. and then we have great partnerships with our clients doing meaningful work, guess what, the third bit, boom, that's where the two um, fuse, if you like. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, I think, is the essence of Finch, where we've got those relationships between those two sets of people. So no one part of the culture of the company stands alone. It's more of a pillars holding up the roof. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it, actually. You know, if you talk to some of our guys in the team about human factors, mm. uh, you know, we've, in a recent article on the Finch website, we kind of phrased that um, human factors can't be bolted on. It's got to be within the essence. It's got to be within the flow of the business, you know. Uh, and that's why you have to continually work yeah. at it. It continually changes. And if somebody wanted to read that journal article, uh, where would they go? Yeah, go to um, go onto the website, uh, finch-consulting.com. Scroll down on the um, the homepage, and there's a journal down there. Okay. And there's a whole list of white papers and articles on there. You'll find yes. It in there. Yes. Uh, to anybody listening, we do put out a lot of uh, interesting content on that. Uh, obviously, it's all about engineering. You know, you're not going to find blog posts about uh, the latest avocado recipe or what quinoa soup is in this month. But you will find some, as Dom said, some very interesting white papers on. Um, I believe um, Alec did one recently. Yeah. And was that about water escapes? Yeah, so there's um, there's um, a whole range of white papers going up uh, and have gone up. So water escapes we've got on there, asset integrity management, looking after theme parks, looking after rides, mm. uh, etc. A whole range of stuff that's going on there. And, and certainly over 2018, um, we think that that's going to get some uh, momentum. Mm. So do you see that as... or? For example, things like this. This is uh, podcast number one. So obviously we're planning to do more podcasts throughout the year. Which And do you see that working in tandem with things like uh, the journals and other sort of media platforms coming together to essentially share uh, our culture or how we see ourselves and essentially to get the Finch identity out there next year? Yeah, it's a good question, Matt, because... Um... One of our high-level objectives and goals uh, next year uh, is to do more with um, electronic media, social media, etc. Mm. Uh, we invest a lot of time, money, sweat into the website, yeah. um, and it's a bit like a V eight engine that we're only <laughs> but we're only using two cylinders of it. There's a whole database behind there, etc. Yeah, uh, and we've had a play with LinkedIn. And I say that, you know, we've just had a play with it, with LinkedIn and with Twitter, etc. Um, and we've, as we just said, we've posted some stuff onto the journals. Uh, and now we've got Finch Academy, uh, yeah. Finch.academy, www.finch.academy coming online as well, which has been designed to be integrated into the website um, as, that, um, as that grows. So I think 2018, we've got to, we've got to drive content into there. Uh, but what we've also got to do is got to work out how we link all of this together. Yeah. But I don't think that we're reinventing the wheel. No. I think a lot of people have made the mistakes. We just need to learn best practice. Mm. And then we can drive the content into there. Um, there's a great saying um, in this world, that in this consulting world, that you give away knowledge and you sell expertise. So essentially what we're doing is electronically giving away knowledge. Mm. And then people come to, well, I need to know a little bit more about that. Or actually, I need to apply that, but I don't know how to do it. We'll pay you to do that. Um, and that's how we will drive people to know a little bit more about our brand, I think, to get more a better presence 
uh, on the internet yeah uh, using social media etc excellent well uh exciting stuff uh i could say that i'm looking forward to next year which is um as a, a recent graduate of university you don't really think that uh, you're looking forward to anything <laughs> with uh <laughs> but um no, I can honestly say that it does all sound very exciting. And I know that you're very excited about next year. And I know that, well, pretty much everybody uh, in the business is excited about moving forwards and the opportunities and the various challenges that we're going to meet. And yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a pretty good year, I think. I think so, Matt. And um, we, you know, it's, I have to say this, this is a business where we continually are learning. Mm. We make one or two mistakes. We learn from those mistakes, but on the whole, we get a lot of things right. Mm. Uh, it's not an easy business to run. Um, you know, you've replaced your factories with an agile business where people are. Uh, we don't really have a nine to five working culture. You know, no. people go and do go and mow the lawn or walk the dog or go to the dentist, and you don't need to put your card in to ask for permission, etc. Mm. As long as we, people, your colleagues roughly know where you are. What we're trying to do is to. Build a culture where we trust people to do the best for Finch and to do the best for themselves. Um, and the exciting thing about next year is we've built those foundations we now need to build the business. Uh, and that, that profit is not going out to private equity, mm. it's staying in the business. So key to going forward now is to build profitability. Yeah. Um, I think John Crabtree said that as well at um, Team Finch last year, that, um, you know, Sometimes profitability, like the word sales used to be in the business, is a dirty word, but it's brilliant. Mm. Your clients need to know that you're profitable and stable. We need to know that we're profitable because we can reinvest that in our people, our businesses, and where we're going. So, For anybody who doesn't know, uh, John Crabtree is one of our non-executive chairmen, and uh, he has a long history uh, with the business uh, before and after the rebrand. So um, he's definitely somebody who stands... Definitely a giant, uh, I'd say, within uh, within Finch, uh, to coin the old phrase, standing on the shoulders of giants. So yes. John Crabtree is definitely one of those people for us. Yes. Very, very, thank you, Matt. A very, very experienced businessman. Uh, a great mentor to me. Um, and uh, doesn't interfere too much with the business. Uh, but I have lots of conversations and texts and <laughs> emails with him. Um, and... Uh, yeah, a lot of the things that we've done with shaping in 2017 behind the scenes, John's advised on. And um, I say, if we can drive through profitability now, uh, that gives us more money to do more great things with at the end of the day and do some more meaningful work with exceptional people. Yeah, okay. Well, excellent. Thanks, Tom, for uh, coming in. Thank you. And uh, sitting down with me for this little uh, inaugural Q&A. And this podcast will be going out... Uh, sometime in January, uh, around the time of the of our company meeting, which will essentially set our strategy yep. for the next year, as well as take stock of what happened this year. Looking forward to that. Yeah, yep. it should be a good meeting. It'll be an uh, excellent chance to get everybody together, because as you said, with the company, we're not really a, a punching card company where everybody clocks in, clocks out at the end of the day. Uh, we're all over the place, so it's not often that we all get together under one roof so it'll be a very good day and we're all looking forward to it. Brilliant. Well, Matt, I'd just like to say one thing. This is our podcast number one, isn't it? Yes, number one. And uh, it's you that's driven this forwards. 
Yeah, yeah I, kicking I asked, and screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, actually, I wouldn't say that. I asked you what a podcast was once. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you came to me, so give me some money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we did, and uh, he put this bit of a studio together, which is uh, more than I anticipated it, as in more kit than I've anticipated for the money. So it's yes. well done you as well, and uh, it's a good start, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm quite pleased with it, actually, and I'll be more pleased if uh, this first recording comes out really nice. Yeah, you'll get the emails. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I will. Okay, well, thanks, Tom, and uh, I think we'll close it out there. Thank you, Matt. No problem. Take care.